Ladies and gentlemen, I am Gabriel Devine. He is Titanic, and we're talking about the rowdy one, the hot rod, rowdy, rowdy Piper. Welcome to the pit. Is that appropriate today? That's we're, we're going, very appropriate. <laughs> we're heading into Piper's pit today, and we're going to dig deep a little bit here. We've got some background on him. He started his wrestling career in Canada. Um, you know, a lot of people know that. A lot of people don't know that. Um, you know... The story was he was uh, orphaned at a young age, and I know I've read some of his book. He had a rough life leading up to getting Wasn't to he wrestling. Like Fifteen when he started. Yeah, living in Canada in the in the frigid cold. He was originally born in Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, Canada. Canada. <laughs> and ended up in the Hollywood, names California. they have, <laughs> right? All right, so where do you want to go first with him today? You want to... Um, you know, I I think... Uh, I mean, when people think of Roddy Popper, you know... What can... I mean, think... I mean, God... Uh, all the Popper's pit segments, all the... Yeah, chain uh, matches the the chain match with on uh, the pop. Yeah, let's listen to the Popper's Pit with uh, Robert Downey Jr. That that uh uh I sent you. Let's take uh, right here. Let's bring this segment up. And we don't own this segment. This is being brought to you by YouTube. Have you seen this person? Oh, I think, I think that's it. I nope, that's not it. Give me one second here. We're going to... You still got it on your phone? I should, somewhere. Send me a message to You did send it a message to me. Give me one second here. Let me... Yeah, you got Morton down his ear. That's Robert. <laughs> I don't know why the hell it went there. But... Man, uh, you Speaking know, his time which, in WCW and stuff, you know, when he showed up at Halloween Havoc on Hogan. Right. So, I mean, there's like a lot of... Before we go any further, let me just say this much. It's been a hell of a week for both of us, more for you than, than for me. <laughs> Yo ass went under the knife and uh, came back. And, and just so everybody knows, this is how dedicated we are to bringing y'all the best audio. We may sound tired, we may sound a little bit of medicated, or at least Carl will today. <laughs> because he just underwent a surgery. What was it? Wednesday morning? Thursday. Thursday morning, and it's Saturday. Morning. At 9.30 in the damn morning, I got this full up, or 10.30 in the morning. I think my computer's time's wrong. Yeah, my computer's, my computer's way wrong. It's a piece of junk. It's, it's 10.30 in the morning. I've already been up mowing yards and dealing with children and everything in between. And he's been laying here because he just had surgery Thursday morning. And this is how dedicated we are because I told him, I said, look, we'll push it off. We ain't got to worry about it. I can do it myself, whatever we need to do. No, when you get through mowing, bring your ass on in the house. We'll cut it. So I'm in the house. We've, we've mowed the yard. He's laying here. He's been he's been nursed this morning. <laughs> I was nursed this morning. And so... Here we sit. We're gonna we're gonna cut into this, and uh, I'm also gonna try to find a couple other clips that I really want to hear that uh, were made famous by Piper. So here's the 
the Piper's Pit with Robert Downey Jr. Standing up, what we gonna do there? Oh, wow! You know, there was a long time ago. Uh, there was a great bass tenor. He was your father. He was an Irish tenor. His name wasn't Downey. Why do you call yourself Morton Downey Jr.? That's the name your mama wanted to call me from the husband who reared me. Look <laughs> back from Piper still had the long hair. Yeah. Oh my 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 my. Uh, funny guy. And you can find this clip on on the WWE Network and on okay. YouTube. Uh, Tell me something I then. Uh, this was at a WrestleMania. Mr. Downey. This Piper's pit was at a WrestleMania. You used to have all these nasty warts all over your face. In the of the ring. Back in the day, they could Big nasty green ones. The only thing you could go out with was a guy who rang bells and used to walk, hello, a night to see ya. What happened to the warts? I gave them to a homeless warthog. I didn't know your girlfriend was homeless. <laughs> smoke in his face. Mr. Downey. Yes, Mr. Piper. Don't blow no more smoke in my face. I want to ask you nothing. I'm not wearing a skirt, so that word doesn't go with me. Call the kilt, Mr. Downey. Call the kilt, you a see. Listen. L-L-E-D. Sorry, folks, for you who didn't get it, that was K-I-L-L-E-D as in kilt. <laughs> You're a real knee slapper, you are, Baba. Uh, you got this thing you call zip it. I don't understand. Simple. Zip it doesn't mean whip it. It doesn't mean flip it. It means zip it. Stoney. Yeah. You ain't never had a guest like me before. I'm gonna tell you something straight up. One time, one time. Milk white, long hair, skirt, same thing. Later on, he got picked up in a bar as a transvestite. I'm gonna ask you one more time. Uh, please don't blow the smoke in my face. Uh, you know, I'm talking to a guy. Now, this is a guy that's... Uh, thank you very much. It's mighty white of you. This is a guy here. You know, that's like the fourth time you've done that, you know. And uh, I'm going to say this to you again. Don't blow no more smoke in my face. Do you understand that? Try it, try it. Just go like what? That's good. That's good. That's good for you. That's healthy. Look, you can live as long as I have. You know something? You know, wait a second. I judged you wrong. That's true. That that was kind of nice. It gave me that kind of 
of aromuska, early goat's flavor in my lungs and made my skin yellow. You know, yeah. you, would you happen to have one of those for me? I'd like to smoke one of them. Would you mind just light up one of them puppies and, and give it on over to all hot rod here? Would you do that for me? Not going to I found another clip, and it's uh, it's only about three minutes long. It's part of the uh, street fight that Goldust and Piper took part in at WrestleMania. They uh, started in the back lot of a studio production, and then ended up. They did the Bronco chase to the arena. Let me yeah. uh, skip to that. And that was during the time of the O.J. Simpson thing. That's why the, the Bronco thing was uh, kind of a rib. Unbelievable. Get out. No. If the sound is horrible, I do apologize. You see Piper and Goldust. Uh, Goldust uh, Gold has the gold Cadillac. I believe Piper broke his hand. Yeah. This is actually recorded. Unbelievable. Yeah. They did a lot. They, they recorded all that and they used footage of the actual OJ Simpson Bronco. They used actual footage of the OJ Simpson Bronco. Oh, no. She's kind of edit into the footage of them supposedly chasing Goldust back to the arena. And then they come back live with, the, with both of them getting out of the I can't the believe what I'm seeing, McMahon. I've never seen anything. No! Oh! water hose. Fire hose. Water hose. Water hose. Never seen anything like this ever. I think Goldust is being taught a lesson he'll never forget. There's an awkward body frame. He tried to sign up for the ground on the hood of that car. Did you hear the smack of that? You've been watching that for more killers too much. And Piper's opened his hand. Oh, oh no! Run over it! Watner, get out of there! Go! He 
Oh, it's just trying to get out of there. He's running over and he's going to hit him. He just hit him. He just hit Roddy Piper. cuts off because that was all there was apparently we got cut off for a second but that was all there was of that clip as they were heading back to the arena to do the rest of the match at Wrestlemania we're going to give you a little Piper spit with Steve Austin you know, from Wrestlemania Piper's had a very storied career for someone that never got to hold the WWE title he um he ended up, um, you know, he ended up doing, he was Intercontinental Champion, mm -hmm. and I believe he's been Tag Champion, but I can't remember who it was with, or maybe, maybe Him and just, Flair was a Tag Team title Okay, champions. that's what it was, him and Flair back in the, back, uh, when he came back the last time, but, um, Just bear with us. We were prepared, but we weren't prepared this morning with clips. Uh, with Carl having surgery and everything else, we've been kind of, whoa, on the down. We've got, uh, we've got several things we want to kind of view. We're looking for the clip with Austin and Piper, but it's not showing up. Hey, his name's Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. Autocorrect. It says Steven. Yeah, let's see if that'll work. <coughs> if not, we can definitely show the one with Jimmy Snuka. Or, hear the one with Jimmy Snuka. Uh, Let's do the one with Snuka yeah, where he uses the coconut. It's a very historic. 1984. One of the original Piper's Pits. We got a bunch of people right here. This guy here comes, I don't know, maybe comes sniveling to the, uh, sniveling to the people. Comes and cries. Roddy Piper didn't give me a chance to say nothing on the bit. Hmm. Roddy Piper didn't give me a chance to do nothing. You want a chance? Everybody wants to be like Roddy Piper. You want a chance? You want a chance to say something, brother? I'll tell you what, man. Here you go. Take the little microphone. There you go. There you go. Put it in the little greasy paws. You want to do something? Then you go ahead. You say exactly what you want to say to these people. You can do it. Just a second. I want you to... Wait a second. I want to make you feel at home. Before we start, you want to be the big 
Piper was always a damn good heel antagonist. He's got Jimmy Snuka on the set with him at the Piper's Pit, the old classic set. He's got the pineapple and he's peeling bananas and making fun of him, making fun of the Fiji Islands and the Fiji women. with the coconut and that's a solid coconut he just smacked him with and the whole set comes crashing down that coconut exploded over Snooka's head and now he forced these into banana uh, would you like a banana <laughs> you know uh, along with Piper's wrestling career he's you know, he's had a great acting career as well as he steadily just kicks the shit out of Snooka. Uh, he played in several movies. One of the, the very last movies that he played in, he played in the, um, it's called The Masked Saint. And I know you haven't seen it, but I actually, uh, I own it. I went out and bought it the minute I found out that Piper was in it just so I could see exactly you know i think it's on netflix it may be but it's a pretty good movie everybody needs to check that one out i recommend it uh, it does kind of have to do with religion um but popper popper plays of course the heel antagonist in it i mean he plays his part as the heel promoter very well and uh and does his thing Let's go to this, uh, once you, uh, when you get done with this part, mm -hmm. let's, let's go to the, uh, his WCW debut. Alright. And that promo. And the promo that he cut on Vince Russo at TNA. Okay, if we can get that I all up. those are two historical. The, the next clip is just a real small clip, hopefully we'll be able to hear it, um, it's something, well, we got a train going by, so it'll be just a minute before I can play the clip. But uh, it's just a small clip from uh, one of the movies. And I don't even know the name of the movie. But uh, remember I was telling you about the soda bottles that we found when we were in Branson? Yes. And uh, he's made, this line has been made famous, and a lot of people use it. Some people may not even know exactly what the clip is. Um it's just, you know, funny as hell. Um, stumbling over myself trying to kill time for the freaking train to go by. But, uh... You go ahead now. Piper is, is just freaking blowing. I can't believe it's Piper is just freaking hilarious. And this clip, here we go.
I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. <laughs> and he just starts shooting. I love the movie they do. Yeah, they look like fucking zombies, that's for sure. Has a shotgun. That's that's just one of the funniest things I've ever heard. One of the I mean you always hear stories and that's just one of the lines and he used it in the ring on a promo. I can't remember who he used it on. But um to me that was just hilarious. We're looking up his uh WCW debut now. And uh, we do apologize for the pause in between each segment played and things like that. But, um, like I said, we're just kind of, that'd be it right there. No. Would it not be? No. Uh, it's, uh, it's from Halloween Havoc, I believe. Um, they ended up. That's what it's showing, but it's showing Monday Nitro. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. It's a two-minute clip. We're going to play this one. Hey, what up, everybody? This is Stevie Breach coming to you with continuous coverage of the NWO. Uh, let me see what the hell this dude's talking about on here. He's, yeah, that's not it at all. Let's see. We're working on it, guys. We do apologize today for the, the lackluster production that we're producing but like I said Carl just had surgery we're just kind of kind of pulling this one off to make sure that it's there mm. here we go go, go go this one it's not the one that we're looking for but um, this one here. No, this one. Uh, this one will be good. Yeah. He he was trying to go home. And he, yeah. I apologize. Uh, and Hogan was gonna let it happen. Yeah. 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 A fourth third already. Piper's got his little son. That's Colt, isn't it? That's Colt. Yeah, that's Colt in the ring, I think. Yes, sir. This is not this good. This is an intrusion, and I apologize. Uh, please, well, whoa, whoa, please. Terry. Terry, don't do this to me, man. Just a, just a second, folks. Yo, yo, stop. I'm not out here. I'm not out here to do anything. Terry, I'm asking you from the bottom of my heart, man. Don't do nothing. Just let me go home, man. Well, you know, brother, that's kind of weak, Piper. Terry, please don't do this to me. Why don't you go ahead and drop your knees and beg for mercy, Piper? Claiming to be the icon. When you go Christmas shopping with your family, when you go to school, who's the wrestler they talk about and who is the icon? Tell them that Hulk Hogan is the icon. Roddy, I said you don't have to do this. You don't have to be 
put through any more humiliation? Uh, Paul, uh, <laughs> Paul Hogan uh, is the icon, okay? Does that make you happy, man? You know what? It feels good to tell the truth, doesn't it? Hey, now that this is out in the air, brother, <laughs> I said I would wrestle you tonight. You got a buffer, a smoke screen, and the bottom line is this. I'm done with you. You talk about the Green Bay Packers? This is Green Bay right here. And my friend, calling you a coward is one thing. Saying you're yellow is another. But when it comes to maybe letting a seatbelt hold you back, or maybe hiding behind a woman or a kilt, you, my friend, don't deserve to be called a coward. You, my friend, have sunk to the depths of humanity. You make me sick because you're hiding behind a kid. So why don't you just pack it up and get out of my sport now that you've admitted I'm the greatest and get out of my face. Roddy. Roddy, I, I don't, I don't trying blame to walk you. Away. To come out here on a television show. And Hogan slaps him in the back of the head twice. As this one verbally pressed down in front of his own son I can't help but believe this is one of the most reprehensible things I have ever seen Roddy Piper young man is crying He puts Coke out of the ring. He takes his jacket off. And all hell's a breath of break loose. He grabs Eric and Hogan. Meaning in the mind. Well, let's let the Bishop has a fucking chair. Act like he's gonna get on base. He's in the smoke spot. Yeah, he's on the apron. <laughs> he says, "I got some chair. I'm gonna get you." And Bishop falls. Piper's <laughs> got the belt swinging like a madman. Yeah, he really got to be himself. I really thought it, it was something else. Uh, take off the uh, hot rod. Mm -hmm. It might help out on some of these uh, searches. Might. Let's see what we've got here. Hogan. No, it's a two-minute thing again. Yep. Uh, you have the match from uh, 1996, Starcade, Hogan versus Piper. 
when Popper put him to sleep. There's the one where Popper and Hogan were in the cage. Uh, here we go. The Vince Russo? Yeah, this is the entire shoot. This was in TNA? TNA. So this is when Popper went to TNA for a short stint back when Vince Russo was uh, kind of running the show. This is when I was still in Nashville. Awfully familiar yeah, bagpipe music. Young men that dare to dream 
that have a future. And this guy will deliberately kill these boys' dreams. And I heard him say, I beg someone to come and challenge me. Your dream has come true. Yeah, it might be a nightmare. right. Yeah, I think we need to put Russo on a pole because everybody hates that piece of shit. This is a picture of a young, scared boy. I wrote a book. The book was just about a kid that dared to dream. That's all it was about. I've read that book. A kid that because of professional wrestling, he fell into by accident and it gave him his dream. His dream is very simple. I'm not here to... I'm not here to make a big uh, interview statement. I'm here to be real. And if you want to shoot, Russo, I'll shoot. Okay. That was my dream. My dream was to have a family. God gave me my dream. I am so proud of that. Vince Russo said he is the antichrist of professional wrestling. so much credit. You are simply the Ben Laden of professional wrestling. Whoa! You are a coward. You are a coward that comes and sneaks in by night. I've got a question for you fans. The ones at home, you here with children. For two years, Russo wrote all kinds of things for the WWF. I have this question. Hey, Russo, did you write in my cousin Owen's death? Do you write home? Did you ask about his family? He's dead. He was my cousin. He's dead. Why? Because someone like you, who knows nothing about the technicalities, put somebody 90 feet up. Why? There's no consequences to pay for you. And you know what? Everybody pays the piper, man. You piece of garbage. You piece of garbage, Russo. I tell you what. I may be on a step every once in a while, but I ain't forgot how to dance. On the back of my shirt, there's ten men that have died giving their hearts to a sport that gave my life. I wear this black band because if we do not stop Russo, he will kill professional wrestling for every one of you. Unless, unless your idea of a good time is having a 320 pound Samoan in the thong sitting on your face. Not for me! You don't have that kind of money! You little cute you. Lots of time! Come on out! Come on out, Russo! I know how to beat Vince Russo! There is a new millennium of professional wrestler. One with pride. One that knows the entertainment value is in the ring wrestling so you and your kids can sit down and enjoy it. Here it is, face-to-face -face confrontation. You're not a pimple on my ass. A 
ask you some questions, champ. How do you take over the WCW $67 million to the good and get $80 million to the bad? How did you do that? That's genius. That's pure genius. Don't have an answer for that one? Yeah, I got an answer for that one. You're gonna give me the microphone? No, no, no. my face like a moron. No, 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 no. This is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'll hold it and I'll try to be a gentleman. But you have to explain to me what is it you are trying to accomplish. You let me hold that microphone and I'll talk. Otherwise, you sure, absolutely, I will. <laughs> How do you like being played with? Hang on, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know what, the thing is this, man, he says the act is over. He used to call me a dinosaur. Myself, Rick Flair, Hulk Hogan, you're not a pimple on Hogan's ass, man. <laughs> and I sent you a tape, didn't I, wise son? I sent you a tape of how to turn the WCW around, but no, you have this great concept that we're not athletes, we're just entertainers and you're going to make an entertainment show of it. Well, what you made is simply soft pornography. That's all you've done. What you're doing Probably is you're killing great shape there. my kids back mm -hmm. there. Young men that are coming up. I agree with you on one thing. Yes, my time is over. But you know what? You're the dinosaur now, man. You're the one that needs to go bye-bye. So it's like this, buddy. Ronda Don Harris in the ring. Oh, fine. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely. There you go. Well, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Oh, come on. Here you go. Come on. Hey, come on again. Oh, <laughs> come on again. How do you like being manipulated? How do you like playing with it, huh? Oh, you're not fast enough for me, baby. I'll tell you something. I'm going to be watching, and you're going to learn one thing. You don't throw rocks at a guy who's got a machine gun. <laughs> oh, no, no. I will finish this. There's children here. My purview. Roddy, Roddy, try to the shoot interview. It's coming to you. Watch it. Friday night, we'll tell you exactly what I think of you. Wow. You got Don, Ron and Don here. Right, well, you back. Make some heads and tails on that for me, will you? Unreal. I love that. That's one of my favorites. Just when you think you've seen it all. That's what they think of you. Tune in to always, uh, as he said, the man had the, the question. You thought you had the answer. Right. You the question. Yeah. Listen, because I will give you my heart. The young boys like this, I'm going back to talk to them now. Thank you so much for allowing me to. Well, it doesn't get much more memorable than that, does it, Mr. It's fitting that, you know... Uh, he did a lot of things, but he did it his way. Yeah, Piper always did everything his way. Um, and then uh, 2005. Yep, Piper. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame. 
Um, what led up to that before he even got inducted into the Hall of Fame, he ended up, you know, he battled cancer, um, beat that for a while. He came back and uh, wrestled a little bit. Him and Flair had the tag team run. They did the WrestleMania match against Chris Jericho, where Mickey Rourke, uh, after Jericho ended up beating all the Hall of Famers, uh, yeah. laid out. Mickey Rourke, the guy that played the wrestler, laid out Jericho. But uh, to wrap it up today, we'll probably have to bring this to you in another clip. After after we get started, we're going to play his Hall of Fame induction. Uh, let's don't forget, you know, he also came back for uh, some more WWE TV and did the Legends House. Uh, I don't know if you've watched much of that, but... Yeah, uh, you, yeah you, you want to see that, you'll... Uh, you'll definitely love that, definitely all the Legends. Uh, network. Network and uh, no, ninety-nine. All right, as they're playing all their ads here, we're let's just go ahead. Let's uh, cut this. All right, we're back with the last part of this. We're gonna play Piper's two thousand and five Hall of Fame induction speech. You hear Rick Flair making his way to the stage. tomorrow without breaking a sweat <laughs> <laughs> he's that quick there's three guys in this business you don't want to joust with piper double a or bobby heenan that's just a rule of thumb don't get into it with any of those three you can't win okay so let me just start off by saying that i i really really like this look i mean our company the wwe is, we're here, we're the Hall of Fame. This is bigger than Canton. This is bigger than the NBA. This is bigger than anything that's going on in sports entertainment. You know why? Because all of you make us feel special about what we've achieved in our personal lives. Thank you very much. Now, you know, when I started thinking about who was going to duck Roddy Piper, I said, God, 
guys that ran with him, Hulk can't induct him because Hulk's going to be inducted. The Sheik can't. He's going to be inducted. Orndorff can't, but he's going to be inducted. Uh, Ace, Bobby Orton, said it's got to be me. I'm the only one still alive. <laughs> had to go there. <laughs> We've had some fun. And, <laughs> and unfortunately, we have been removed from a few hotels. <laughs> <laughs> From a few airplanes, yep. <laughs> airports. One time we were checking in, and Piper said, "It's uh, my name is Roddy Piper from I'm from Pluto, and this is Rick Flair. He's from Mars." <laughs> That's how hard we ran periodically. <laughs> let, let me just start off by saying, when you think about Roddy Piper, you think about the most gifted entertainer in the history of our business, bar none. <laughs> most gifted and the first time my son made me watch Jim Carrey in a movie I said God there is a Roddy Piper mark he had to grow up on Roddy Piper <laughs> Jim Carrey you're not as funny as Piper but you're close okay swear to God guys he grew up watching Piper I can tell you after watching him in two movies um, <laughs> he was that good now Everybody keeps asking me, are you going to tell a couple stories? I, I mean, I want to. Is everybody okay with stories? Yeah. Do, you want, do you want real stories? Yeah. No holes barred? Yeah. Okay, here we go. The first one is, and this is really kind of touching because I was sitting by the pool yesterday and I'm writing down my stuff and my 17-year-old son Reed comes over and he says, Dad, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just trying to figure out what to to say about Roddy tomorrow. I said, I said, Reed, he was such a genius, so far ahead of his time. And he said, well, maybe you should ask him. I said, I don't want to ask him because I don't want to, I don't want to know what I'm going to say. And he said, uh, hmm, let me think. He said, well, why don't you say Bellucci was Bellucci because he loved being John Bellucci. Huh. So Roddy was Roddy because he loved being Roddy Piper out of the mouth of babes. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Because John Bellucci had nothing on Roddy Piper, trust me. Zero. Animal House, his most famous movie, we lived there for 10 years. <laughs> it, it was his hotel room at the Days Inn. <laughs> oh, God, Roddy. Okay. Cowboy Bob Orton's like, don't say nothing. Colt. Where's Colt, his son? Raise your hand, Colt. Let me just tell you something before I get really wound up because your mom's going to be mad at me later on, but your dad, your dad lived and thrived on heat. He loved to make the crowd mad. Roddy Piper just loved to piss people off. That was his job. He was the best at making people mad, the best at making them hate you. I mean, Roddy had real heat. We're in Raleigh one night and a guy's got a knife. and he, Roddy says, hey, come on, man. Guy jumps in the ring with a knife, guess what happened? He stabbed Roddy. I said, why in the hell? I said, why in the hell would you call a guy in the ring and get a knife? Why, why not, why not, why not? Try to draw money, try to draw money. <laughs> That's great, Roddy. Now we're going to the hospital, we're not going to be able to drink, we're getting you stitched up. Ah, we got to draw money, got to draw money. Come back next week. <laughs> Can't do it as good as he does, but that was basically the concept. Another time, when I was NWA champion and Roddy was between promotions 
Girardi was so good that promoters didn't know what to do with him sometimes. So, so periodically they'd give him like a, a little period to lay off, you know, to cool down. So during a cooling down period, I was the NWA champion, and I was the first white guy to go into the islands for Victor and uh, Carlos out of Puerto Rico. So they wanted me to go to Santa Domingo, right? The uncharted waters where they'd never seen a white guy, especially the world champion. So I went, and uh, as advertised, full-scale riot. George Apolitano, are you here tonight? You can tell the story. It's in black and white. Full-scale riot. Had to take me out at 5 in the morning. I said, I swear to God, I'll never come back. I swear to God, I'm never going back again. It was, it was brutal. So they called me. They made me a deal. This is one of those times that makes me a 17-time world champion, by the way. Um, just saying, so you know. I said, I'll only come back if I can bring Piper. Oh, really? You want to bring Roddy? I said, yeah, but... Okay, 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 that's great. Bring Roddy. So I called Roddy. I said, do you want to go to San Domingo? And we'll do a little tour in San Juan and do the San Domingo thing. He said, yeah, yeah, I'm all about it, I'm all about it. So we get there, and Roddy's hurt his back the night before. He's walking around, and we're, in a, we're in a, only two white guys that speak English in the whole island, right, that I know of. And Roddy's back is hurt, and he's trying to tell the guys. And so in comes a doctor, doesn't speak a word of English. you got a needle this big, right? Roddy says, I don't care. Give it to me. God I said, Roddy, think about it. You don't even know what the guy's got. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Give it to me. <laughs> okay. Then they come in. They, they want Roddy to carry the American flag out in Santa Domingo, right? You know, out comes their guy carrying their flag. They sing the national anthem. Out comes our guy. They play the anthem. And they say, just don't get, don't get, don't get too involved. Well, Roddy, of course, <laughs> no such thing. I said, Roddy, this is a rough crowd. Do not do this. Don't get them to Wow. <laughs> come on, Rick. <laughs> Drop money. I said, it's already sold out. We don't care. We're not coming back here. <laughs> up comes the anthem. Up comes Roddy carrying the flag. Slaps a couple guys on the way to the ring. You know, eh. Uh, needless to say, I was like, what was this? I had to wrestle a guy, and he put a sleeper on me. And without smarting everybody up here, you know, when the bell was going one, two, the referee, the bell rang before my arm went down. So I'm still the champion, technically. But nobody in the building understood that. So <laughs> somehow Roddy got involved. Another full-scale riot. Militia, guns. At five o'clock in the morning, all there was on that particular acreage in Santa Domingo was a destroyed building and me and Piper in an ambulance going to the hotel. From there, we got on an airline plane and flew and drank all the way to Miami. Got off the plane and encountered the Briscoes at a full-scale tag team wrestling match in the Miami airport. This is all in the same scene, right? Um... And from there, from Miami, once we cleared customs, we were fortunate enough to get on another plane going home to Charlotte the day before Christmas. Roddy said, let's get the plane singing Jingle Bells. We had a long day. So now, flight attendants out of control. No robe. No robe. <laughs> hey, where's Steve off? Love you, Steve. Uh, anyway, uh, the, the captain came back captain came back and he said you guys are going to force me to land this plane in Columbia. Okay. <laughs> Piper said, great. We're on a car and driving. Who cares? <laughs> that was his attitude. He was afraid of nothing. Cole. You could not make Roddy Piper back down to anything. Another great trip. <laughs> We're leaving Tokyo. Roddy's first and only trip to Japan. Roddy's one there one time. That's all I said. They only allowed Roddy in Japan one time. <laughs> one time. So, because I was a champion, they flew me first class. Now, Piper and Slater are behind me. I give the flight attendant, you know, 500 bucks, doesn't matter. They came up front and sat with me. We drank all the way from Tokyo to Chicago. 
Then we drank all the way to St. Louis. Then I wrestled Harley for an hour and got beat. <laughs> Along the way, we picked up Orton Jr., went to East St. Louis, went down to a club, club called Pops. At 3 o'clock in the morning, we all got handcuffs on over the hood of a limousine. I said, you having fun, Roddy? Yes, yeah, great, 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 great. Love St. Louis. Love it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> More. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's the real truth. There were two married flight attendants so enamored with it <laughs> that one of them lived in Fort Myers and was married with three kids. The other one lived in Milwaukee, married with two kids. They said they wanted to go to the wrestling match. We brought them all the way to St. Louis with us. Did the whole show, finally went home. And to make a long story short, about two months later, I was wrestling in Fort Myers, and somebody came to me and said, there's some chick out here with her husband and three kids, says she knows you, she wants tickets to the matches. <laughs> it was a flight attendant. <laughs> and to coin the Iron Anderson phrase, I thought to myself, what a lucky guy, <laughs> her husband. <laughs> anyway, we had a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I had the robot all the way, and Piper had the kilt on <laughs> Um, one more story and we're done. I just want to say, okay, I'll wrap it up. Warren, this is good. They don't want me to wrap it up, I will. In closing, let me just say that some of us, Roddy and some of us, have, have, have gained outside recognition that, that sometimes we deserve, sometimes we don't. But Roddy Piper needs to be remembered as a man that made the audience scream. 20,000 people every night that's what the building held. He made them scream. He made them cry. He made them laugh. And he made them riotous. Literally riotous. He feared nothing. And it was always sold out. And when the matches were over, the smoke was gone. If called upon, if Roddy was called upon, he put the entire WWE, NWA, or anybody else hanging around to bed. <laughs> Night, night. Night, night. And Nobbs, just because you're here, i got to tell a story. We were in Belgium one time. Nobbs says, where's that old bastard Piper I'm putting him to bed? I said, oh, really? Where's the old bastard? I'm going to put him to bed. To make a long story short, woke up the next morning. Lanza said, no, where's Nobbs? The bus got to go. Leave the fat bastard. I said, Jack. I said, Jack, what about the little credit card? Leave the fat bastard. Well, we got into London only to find Nobbs ahead of us. But guess what? We found us waiting in the emergency room with phlebitis. <laughs> yeah. Brian, any comment here? Do not screw around with Roddy Piper, okay? He's with his family this weekend. <laughs> Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, I give you, I give you the most gifted entertainer in the history of professional wrestling. My man, the Hot Rod.
was married for 22 years. <laughs> After spending some time with the best wrestler in the entire world, Ric Flair, I spent the next two years in close quarters with Dr. Ruth Westheimer and Betty Ford. <laughs> and a dialysis machine. <laughs> Is HBO here? Never mind. They just let me back into Denny's. <laughs> I like the patty mouth. <laughs> you know, when I, uh, when I started, When I started uh, professional wrestling, I was a skinny little kid, wore a kilt, played the bagpipes, and lived on an Indian reservation. What else could I be but a professional wrestler? I heard uh, and saw the picture of myself when I was 15, and in the immortal words of Don Morocco, Conan the Barbarian, I wasn't. <laughs> 167 pounds, including pimples. But I was a hell of a bagpipe player. The first match, as they said, uh, was my first world record, the shortest match in the history of the Winnipeg Arena. Ten seconds. But that night, it wasn't the $25... Canadian. <laughs> that I received. That night I was initiated into a group of some of the finest men and ladies that took this skinny little kid. No questions asked. No judgment, just demanded 110% all the time. And they accepted him into a family, a family that I was desperate to have because I wasn't going nowhere <laughs> except jail. I managed to make jail a few times, <laughs> as Rick has explained to you. To be here in the Hall of Fame, it's very, it's, 
movie star Sylvester Stallone. I mean, Sylvester Stallone and I have things in common, you know. <laughs> and some we don't. He can act. <laughs> <laughs> However, both Sly and I have beat the dog out of Mr. T. <laughs> and we've done Ben in the ring with Thunderlips. <laughs> A.K.A. Hulk Hogan. A.K.A. Hollywood Hogan. A.K.A. Sybil Hogan. <laughs> and I gotta admit, I was jealous of Hogan. Well, I had nothing to do with the hair. <laughs> However, I would listen to him because I would train just as hard. And he would hang and bang, and I would listen to his interviews, and he'd say, say your prayers and take your vitamins. And folks, I took some serious vitamins. <laughs> them 24 inch pythons <laughs> professional wrestling and the WWE gave this to me which is the greatest gift I'm so proud of these guys man I they raised me they see me on my words see me on my bed these are men here what bothers me is I understood everything the sheet said <laughs> In 1985, with the WWE, they allowed me this, the greatest thing that has happened in my life. They gave me the notoriety and the financial whereabouts to have a family of my own. And in the audience tonight is my wife of 22 years, Kitty, my oldest daughter Anastasia with my future grandson, my beautiful daughter Ariel, my son Colton, and little Corn Muffin fell in Danica, and they're all my family, and it's because of this family here. And I want to tell you this, I love you so much man I love you so much but I guarantee you this my name is Rowdy Roddy Piper and you ain't seen nothing yet Wrestlemania 21 here I come baby I'm Piper, if you can't tell, was all about his family because, like I said, growing up, he was, you know, orphaned at a young age. And like he said, he lived on the Indian Reservation there in Canada. And the book that he was beating Vince Russo in the head with at the, the shoot interview that he did with um, TNA there was legit a book that he wrote. And um, if you have not... If you have not read that book, you need to read that book because it was... You know, it went in depth on uh, how he grew up, his life, 
and everything to do with how he got into the business. Uh, we didn't really cover a whole lot of his matches. We may do some more later on and uh, watch one of his matches. I know one of his matches that he was overly famous for was the uh, the chain match that he had against... Uh, Greg Hammer yeah, Valentine. A brutal fucking match. They beat the living dog piss out of each other because what they were what they did was they were chained together on an old dog chain. Dog collar match. Yeah, yeah they had the dog collars around their neck and they just literally... Wasn't that in, uh, beat the piss out of each other. NWO. Yeah, he was uh, he was not well known for you know title runs. Like I said, Intercontinental Championship was about the only one he held in WWE. But uh, other than the tag titles with Flair, but he held the uh, Intercontinental title. That's what I'm saying, the Intercontinental title. But yeah, he, he had a great Intercontinental title match with uh, Bret Hart. Yeah. Um, but in back in the NWA days, he was U.S. champion, yeah, and, and other things there. He was a hell of a wrestler, a man's man. One of the greats that never won the world title. I'm trying to get the uh, tribute video up, and we'll close with that if I can get it to come up. seen one for him though that's what I'm trying to find right here I believe this is the one I'm looking for let me start it over so that y'all can hear it and it's just uh, Piper in his own words a couple different clips there'll be an ad that'll play I'll try to skip over that here we go Mickey Rourke is my friend and I here, watched so. his movie, The Wrestler, and yes, I cried. The movie is not about a bunch of old-timers that want another run. The movie is about the honor and respect we have for everyone. The movie... Is about the pain physically and emotionally and most of all most important why we do what we do for the thrill of performing Rick Flair was right I have people that come up to me and they say to me, Hey, Roddy, we remember when you slapped Mr. T. And I have people come up to me and say, When my granddad was alive, we watched you, we watched you shave Adrian Adonis's head. 
Chris, you want to bury these moments. No. These moments are to be celebrated. These moments... Last year, I was in the Royal Rumble, and when I came out in Madison Square Garden, 24,000 people jumped to their feet and just for one second, Chris. I felt like I was back in the first WrestleMania. That was, that was the thrill of a lifetime for me. true greats there's there's not there's not words that can there's not words that can explain go ahead <laughs> um hope everybody enjoyed taking us a little stroll through memory lane uh some of these clips uh of Roddy Piper um want to go ahead and let everybody know May 11th Wrestling with the Locals will be going to Poplar Bluff, Missouri um, to podcast over the show for American Hostile Championship Wrestling um, Headlining that card that night is uh, former WWE World Tag Team Champion Trevor Murdoch, and he's going to be there doing a um, what are them things called? Meet and greets and a uh, seminar. Yeah, he's doing a seminar and stuff, and hopefully we're going to be able to uh, sit down and talk to him and uh, give y'all a little insight on you know Trevor Murdoch and uh, uh you hear the choo-choo coming through. Um, <laughs> I feel I, I've been in touch with the owners of American Hostile Championship Wrestling, and uh, they're very excited to have us. Uh, so, look forward to that. Uh, definitely looking forward to that. I want to thank Anchor for continually sponsoring us and letting us cut our podcasts on here. We want to, you know, shout out to Redeemed Wrestling as they continue to promote shows in the Mississippi area. Tonight, they're going to crown their first ever Redeemed Wrestling champion. 
uh, want to wish Ron Horn uh, a happy retirement from in-ring yes. competition and, and hope he enjoys it. Uh, wish him the best on running those shows and hope that uh, the message gets out there that they are putting across. Yeah, it's a fantastic message and a lot of people need that in their life and it's not just uh this this has been interesting. We've we started doing something different. Uh, last week well I had you had goosebumps this week, uh got a few tears out of you. Uh, for those that don't know, I uh I actually got to meet Piper and became really close to him. Um, <laughs> I had, uh, you know, 20 years in this business, I had a few a few run-ins with different things in my life. I got a chance to referee and, and do some different things with TNA. And um, I've refereed, I've refereed WWE a few times on, on dark shows or house shows or whatever you want to call them, live events mm -hmm. and things like that. And... You know, you come across some of these guys and you don't really think that you're going to get that chance to know them. But uh, that's like Paul Bear years ago. I met him. Um, he ran shows in Alabama. He worked at a funeral home, actually owned the funeral home. And uh, um, 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 I'm bad about that. I would exchange emails with Paul Bear from time to time, but I got to know Rowdy Piper pretty well and we would talk. Uh, just wrestling related, personal related. He was, was a great guy, and he he had a you know, like I said, he battled cancer. He said he when he said he had a he had one hip. He ain't kidding. He's had one hip replaced completely. It's all yeah. plastic. He's had knee surgeries. He's that's why I wanted to play that tribute video that they had made. It was in his own words, but it was. It sums up the wrestling business for everybody, for you and me included. We don't do it for the paycheck. We do it because we love being in that ring. We love competing. We love seeing the smiles on people's faces and just being a part of something bigger than us. Uh, a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people have a fucking ego and get in this business because they want to get rich quick. Well, fuck you, buddy, because you're not. And your ego can go up your ass because if you're not doing it for the right reasons, you're not going to make it. And anybody that says different, well, whatever. Those guys on TV that do it, they do it because they love it. They may have an ego, but they've earned the right to have the ego because they've probably went through a lot of hell to get to where they are. I don't care if you're Randy Orton or AJ Styles. I don't care if you came from, I was bred for this business because my daddy born me into it. Or if you paved the way working your ass off on every indie show between here and fucking Timbuktu. Right. You've, you've been beat up. You've been through hell. And you've earned that spot. But um, I knew either one of these tribute shows, you know, whether Ryan Christopher's would have won or whether it was Piper's was going to be rough on us. Um, it was a blast doing it, getting to relive some of the moments. Like I said, we didn't really cover any of his matches and stuff. We just kind of talked about him and kind of let the, the footage speak for itself. And you can go look on YouTube. Anything we've played, you can watch it on YouTube. I'll try to find a way to get some of it transferred over to our YouTube page so it'll be up on our YouTube channel for you to watch. Um, We're going to start putting more content on our YouTube channel once Carl gets his ass out of this bed. Which is going to be a while because <laughs> I, can't, I have no choice. 
uh, doctor's orders. Right. But um, let's go ahead and let them know what's going to be on the poll for this for the uh, next week's. So we're going to do a little bit of controversy coming up on the poll that'll be being posted later today or tomorrow. Um, let's just get right to it. We'll cut to the chase. We're going to go and we're going to put the man himself on the poll. Like him, love him, respect him, hate him, whatever. And if you have questions, you need to send those questions to us at the Facebook page, Wrestling with the Locals, or through the email at ccwarrestling.com, or at yahoo.com, I'm sorry. We're going to put the Rapid Wolverine, Crispin Waugh, on the pole. He's going to be on the pole. He was one of my favorites, man, growing up. Uh, Hell yeah. I know... Tragic ending, and we will not be talking about that. It won't come up, um, and I, I don't believe that his career should be defined by that. No, because he had a damn uh, good career. Eighteen years before he got a, uh, a legitimate world title run, and he busted his ass starting out in Canada and Japan, and finally got a break with WCW, and then finally found his way to WWF, WWE. We'll definitely play the match in full. Where he won his first title. Uh, WrestleMania 20. Benoit, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. A Hall of Fame Worthy match main right event there. right there. Yeah. Um, and we'll do that. It's either that and you, uh, your other choice is... Something historic, something that uh, this year was the what? How many years anniversary of that was it? Was it like thirty-eight or more? Something like that. But something we'll relive Memphis we'll, on the map. We'll relive Jerry Lawler versus Andy Kaufman. I think that's going to be one of the best that we could do. Um, so those are your choices. It's going to be Chris Benoit, a tribute to Chris Benoit. Or we can go back and relive the history of Memphis wrestling of Jerry Lawler versus Andy Kaufman. We'll put that poll up. We want to hear your input. Go vote. And if you have any questions about either one or you have any questions about anything previously, send them in. We'd like to do some Q&A on here with the fans. So uh, send us some some questions in so we can answer those for you. And I want to give a shout out because I was listening to some Jim Cornette this morning while I was mowing the yard, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> he actually ventured out, and he don't do this very often anymore, but he ventured out to New York this yeah. past weekend. We're off the hills of WrestleMania weekend here, and um, <laughs> he had a horrible experience mm-hmm. being in New York, and for those that don't know, he don't like to leave home anyway, but... Um, he went up for MLW right. and did some, some commentary and stuff. I just want to give a shout-out to him and uh, Brian Last at their podcast, um, The Jim Cornette Experience. If you don't listen to him, you need to. It's, it's funny as hell and totally agree with half the shit he says. I mean, he is. <laughs> I don't think you and him would get along because you're over on Joey Ryan and he can't stand the dick guy. <laughs> but... Uh, Anyway, just wanted to give that shout out. We want to thank our sponsors, CollarAndElbowBrand.com, Anchor, of course. 
And if you would like to be a sponsor, if you own a business or you know someone that owns a business that would like to be sponsor, a sponsor of us and let us promote them on here, uh, have them email us or contact us at the uh, Facebook page. Other than that, uh, thanks for venturing back into time with us, listening to some Rowdy Piper, going to the pit with us. For Titanic, I am Gabriel Devine. And we're out of here. Have a good one.